Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is, is it about knowing what you want? I don't know. Let's find out. Hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kind of Dating. If you have a few seconds and can give us a five-star review wherever you hear your podcast, we would be super grateful. Um, Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Oh, and follow us on the socials. We are at Kind of Dating on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, and Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Aisha is MIA today. We miss you and love you, but... Hope you are kicking ass on the film that you're acting in. Um, Follow her too, guys. She is at Aisha Says Dance across all the socials. All right. We're back with my good friends. You heard them in the last episode and they stuck around. Um, They are development executives. Cool, smart, fucking awesome couple. Rachel Skidmore from Skybound and Jade Adon Hall from BET. What's up? Hi. Um. So we already know you're in a relationship together. Still, yes. yes. Even yes. since the last episode. <laughs> you survived six questions, guys. That means you're meant to be. Like, you you were good. So we're the first couple that. to do it together, right? Yeah. To go through it, so. Yeah. Um, so this one we're talking about, um, actually just posing literally the question, because I think we have maybe slight differing opinions on, is, is the whole thing, or like, about knowing what you want like it is like the whole dating thing about it or will that lead to where you like a relationship or whatever right um so before we get into that though uh when you guys met did you feel you had a place and guys if you want to hear their story of where they met listen to the last episode on ego but in this case did you know what you wanted when you were going into the date or like in your lives separately, did you feel at that point you knew what you wanted? So yes, and and had absolutely abandoned thinking about it. Mm. I actually had a coach that I worked with for about a year, um, mainly, you know, like some career things, some health things, relationships. Mm. And one of the things that I worked on with her was a list of what I would be looking for in a partner. And I actually made a list and kept the list. How long was the list? Ooh, I've never seen this list. Pretty long. (laughs) A pretty long list. Yeah? I mean, mean, I'd have to think, I'd have to pull it back up, but like, I didn't say that, meaning like, I don't know, 25 things or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, but pretty awesome. Lot of shit, guys. <laughs> I guess that's really long. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was, it was no, no, of, I, I, yeah. I've also done that, so and I it, get it. And yeah. I thought it was, when she asked me to do it, I thought it was so so juvenile I'm like that's what you do when because I don't believe in it being about like a specific height of a person or whatever Ta- like a yeah like a type. type or yeah yeah so it had to be different and so we did that and then I was like I don't want to work on relationship stuff anymore that's not what I'm doing right now blah 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 and like buried the list put it on a drawer I mean it's online what like on my <laughs> yeah like you know document yeah. or something um so yes but no I wasn't like going into this being like okay here's the 10 things that he's I, about yeah okay so. And Jade, what about you? Yeah, in your, in your me, life, not necessarily with on the date, just right. in life, were you at a point where you were like, this yeah, is what I, I, I had known. I think if you if you heard me in the last episode, yeah. like I'm very particular about stuff, so I knew sort of exactly what I was looking for in terms of the things that mattered to me. Yeah, you know, like the really core, basic, like these are the things I need to be with someone mm-hmm. for a long time. Those are sort of negotiable with the length of the relationship. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, I knew exactly what I was looking for. And do you guys feel like you always knew? No. Yeah. I did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> you always, did. Really? Yeah, like always. Since, yeah. Since I was probably, I mean, like active, like going into college, I knew exactly. And people would be like, you're so picky. And, and I'd say, listen, man, I just know what I want. Like, I know what I'm looking for. And, you know, yeah. if it's... So did you date a lot? Because you did... I didn't, I didn't date a lot. I've dated, but not not, not a lot. A lot. But it would have to be... You know, for me, it was so much about, like, a vibe. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where, like, I just had to feel some kind of connection. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that's a connection for the night. Sometimes that's a connection for however long this is going to last. Yeah. But if it didn't hit that level in mm-hmm. some way, I was like, nope, I'm out. And yeah. it didn't matter you know, sort of what package it came from. Like, I'm 
attracted to women of like all sizes, shapes, mm -hmm. you know, race, whatever. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was always just like being open and being like, oh, yeah, is this has this shown up? Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Let's see what's here. Yeah. And then, you know, figure it out from there. Yeah. And right, you you didn't. I mean, I didn't. No, I and I would and I feel like there's sort of always those conversations with girlfriends being like, "What's your type? What's your type?" Mm -hmm. You know, and people trying to help each other out, like scouting dudes. Like in college, you're especially you're like out, like looking around. But I never could say like, "This is my type." Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of a lot of relationships um, it were built in some way, shape, or form through a friendship or like a yeah. common interest, and not so much around. Um, like I was seeking out a certain dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so weird because like for me, I like dated all types of people because I was trying to figure mm -hmm. it out. Right. For me, like it's literally been every ethnicity, religion, uh, like their everything from like educational status. Like one, I remember, you know, uh, I dated uh, for a long time, two and a half years, and he hadn't graduated um uh, was this just college? Maybe, yeah, I think just college for him. And then I was like, well, that didn't work out. Go the opposite way. Yeah. Right. And then I would, then I was with <laughs> yeah. like the PhD, like right. the professor. And then I was with the, you know, somebody who didn't graduate high school. And then I would go to the masters, double masters, whatever, <laughs> you know? And right. then I'd be like, oh, this person is tall. Cool. Go with this person who's shorter. Go with, you know, the like literally yeah. the complete, I was just like, fuck it. Just, because I had no idea. And all I would do is like find the one part that like bug. And then I would just go the complete sure. opposite. Yeah. One drank too much. I'm like, never. No, <laughs> no <laughs> you know, so, no. So then I would like date people who like never had alcohol. Right. And yeah. then I would go. the. So that was like my way of like being like, I don't fucking. And, but I, then I did find two threads for mine. Mine well, actually one probably common thread. In, in the end was like, I think I need to be with an active person. That was my mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. They tended to play some sports before. And so for me, it was because I have like, I'm an active person that I needed somebody who could like also. Right. And would be like be high active. energy and yeah. go do stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. That was like my. I had, you know, I think, and that, I think that's part of it, right? Like those, all those different types you tried, maybe you haven't found the right fit yet, but it was a learning experience. Right? Oh, no, like totally. Getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting closer and closer. And I think. Yeah. One of the things I see with friends of mine that are women are, you know, there does tend to be this sort of thought amongst girlfriends where it's like, yeah, you can date like this one, like girls that date just bankers or girls that date just tall dudes. Or girl, you know, and it's mm -hmm. like, to me, it's like, it's not about the fact that like, if you love somebody who's tall, you're probably going to marry someone who's tall. Yeah. But you might need to date someone who's not tall to understand more yeah, about yeah, yourself. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So like I have a friend now who she's, she's six feet tall wow. and she was, you know, she had dated a guy for a long time who was like six, four. And she was like, no, you know, I won't. And I was like, you just need to date different people. Yeah. Like if you get a vibe with somebody, don't let the height get in the way. Yeah. And she was dating a couple people at the time. And there was one guy who was like five, eight. And she's like, to be honest with you, like, I like him the best. Like, yeah. and I was like, see, I told you. And, and she was like, I, I'm now I'm totally open to it. She's like, yeah. well, I probably wind up with someone tall. Sure. But you never yeah. know. Well, that's so funny because, like, I've always been like, oh, tall, tall. Like, he needs to be tall. And then I met this guy who was six foot nine. And I was <laughs> like, I think I'm too just going to die. Tall. I was like, that's too tall. Like, I think physically I'll actually probably die. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, um, but it's interesting because like, yeah, when it was only when I started like dating all these different types of people that I, I learned and I took inventory of like what you said, these are the qualities I, I, I liked. These are the things I didn't like. These are the thing. And so then, and for me, it helped me to navigate who I actually had to explore, uh, explore as a real potential or who I was just like into. Mm -hmm. Like what right. we were yeah. saying, like right. I, just like a flex, like, all right, we're good. You yeah. Know, right. Versus somebody I really wanted to give my attention to. Um, we're going to take a little quick break, guys. Um, but when we're back, we're going to talk about um, what's the difference between knowing what you want and knowing what you don't want. Is anyone better? We're going to find out. Having trouble with love? Don't know if the guy or girl you're with is the one? When will you find love? Let the Zodiac answer your questions. Get your horoscope read from Vedic Indian astrologer and my dad, Pandit Jathan Prakash Chandel. All you need is your date of birth, 
place of birth, time of birth, and he can help guide you in all areas of love, career, health, and more. He's helped my life tremendously as well as thousands of clients. Get your first reading for just $100. Email kindadating at gmail.com with the subject astrology for the special discount. Hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel here with my friends Rachel and Jade, and we are talking about knowing what you want. And uh, Rachel, you and I have had this conversation over lunch before because you <laughs> tell me that I should be more specific about the things I want. And and I have a list of what I don't want. And you're like, that helps. But I think you need to know what you do want. And and so for like me, my therapist helped me to to draft up. And it was really cool. She just like folded some paper and, and it made it into a little booklet. And she made me pick only eight things that were like, full fucking hardcore deal breakers. Like mm-hmm. I really had to think about it. First, I wrote this long list. She's like, write everything and then really go back and be like, this is an absolute no. And so, um, and that like did help me to be like, at least now for somebody who's almost like a little too open, you know, I like, give everybody a shot and my, fam- <laughs> like, my family and friends are like, stop, just every, can't give everybody a shot. And I'm like, right. oh, I- what do I know? And uh, but now I'm like, oh, is this, you know, at least this is one gauge for me to be able to say. Right. Like, hey, oh, you there are these things like, oh, OK, well, this is a no go for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I also had. Think? Yeah, I, I think it's about the energy around it mm. um, instead of uh, instead of talking about I don't mm-hmm. want this, I don't want yes. that. Because guess what? If you're putting energy into not wanting those things, then they're going to show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, totally right. agree. Um, and instead, what what positive things you want to bring into your life? And that's really it. I mean, I'll admit that on my list, I had things that I uh, actually, it's really funny. The thing that I said on my list it was a, that I did not want uh, was to be with someone who likes sports. But that was not a deal breaker because Jade is a huge sports yeah, yeah, fan. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was on my list. I mean, it just for me, it felt like um, of what you didn't want. I did. Yeah, okay, I didn't want that. Yeah, and yeah. it was and, and again, that comes down to the kind of, you know, partner that you really find because mm-hmm. it was more like I don't want to be. I just need to be open about like, I'm not going to spend every single Mm -hmm. Sunday watching football. Like I can come around and Mm -hmm. do that. It hasn't been enough probably, but sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I had been in a relationship before where like we were a football couple. Yeah, And that was not me at all. I was just like riding a wave. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I will not do that again. Like Because it had more to do with me and feeling like I sort of gave... It just wasn't it just wasn't my it wasn't what I wanted to do. Yeah, it I felt like, like a hobby for you that you were like, I would be interested in this. Right. It just felt like, OK, I'm just going to like sacrifice all of this time and never speak up about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, but but I do think there's a difference of like, again, like writing full out legit deal breakers, which I would right. only say are like a couple in your life even, that are like really hardcore deal breakers and too. everything else. that's like preferences. <laughs> Well, right, right, yeah. right. Well, but yes. but to her point too, I think it's like, um, even in saying deal breakers, mm-hmm. like she's saying, like I would urge anyone who's gonna sit down and make a list like that to just do the opposite. Like for me, we the way it was phrased in the last episode was a deal breaker, and I said I didn't like smoking, but it's like instead write down like somebody has to live a healthy lifestyle. Like yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So doing yeah. it from that perspective, and it's funny too. Rachel says that I had. Uh, dated someone previously with tattoos and it had been like this long drawn out thing and I was like I don't want tattoos Rachel has many tattoos yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 I think yeah. like it and I do I I would agree I think to the you should definitely be positive and like find the positive spin on it but mm-hmm. just like again with healthy lifestyle just you have to be specific about what that means for you Absolutely. is like where you know because yeah, um, there's some people who like love to go hiking or like kayaking and be yeah. active but they're like what do you mean we're never gonna get a burger like that's crazy <laughs> well yeah. i mean like one of my exes you know somebody did he was super active so he had a healthy lifestyle but then he also did drugs <laughs> right. and so right. you know right. if, if it was like twice a year or something but that was something he did and right. eventually i had to learn like that wasn't something i felt comfortable in and so you know that went on my actual hardcore deal breaker right. i was like yeah oh, it's not just you know, um, OK, so but there's also a, an interesting argument out there that um, that I read once that really resonated with me. And I think it's happening more 
is not just about writing the things that you want as like these qualities or these things, like mm-hmm. somebody who's supportive, somebody who's spiritual, somebody who's whatever. <laughs> you like how it turns into I an, did like that. that voice, right? Um, <laughs> but the way you want to feel. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Versus these check marks like, okay, yep, he's tall. He has a job. He um, is uh, funny. He, you know, whatever he does or she does yeah. versus because I don't know about you. I've met people who are my list sure. and I felt so unsafe mm-hmm. and I felt like shit or I felt just unhappy or 100%. whatever. So sometimes writing, what do you guys think about like writing the way you want to feel in a relationship as like a starting yeah, point? Yeah, for... I think that's good because that you it changes what it means whenever. It's so funny that like, the yes, you want people to be employed and have a job. But really, it's like they have they're putting their efforts into something that brings them joy. They want to talk about it. They want to talk to me about what is important to me. Yeah, we can communicate around our you know, passions. Like there has to just be a deeper way to look Mm. at each of these things. I think like not just saying they're supportive, like I feel supported. Yeah. And what does that look? What is that Mm. like? You know, because the thing is like people's wants and needs are so different, right? Like to some people, they're super great in their career. So they don't need to have somebody who's necessarily employed. That might literally might not be a thing, but they want to feel like for me, one of my, uh, qualitative needs are like I need to feel safe mm-hmm. however that is I, do, I try not to like write the specifics of what I think that is but it's just like the behavior needs to make me feel safe right and whether and that's consistent how, behavior yeah so I stay or, open right. to however that person might um, you know sort of bring that to life or whatever but right. but it's like the way I need to feel but I have girlfriends who don't need to feel that because they've never had issues with that before right. so they don't need to feel safe they might just need to feel like they're laughing all the time like it's fun mm-hmm. you know and right. so i think like i mean have you guys ever thought like did you guys provide something like a, a feeling to each other that you were looking for yeah i mean i can tell I, that was one of the things i think that i loved most about rachel early on was that like she was saying like that she was warm and loving and all those things like i thought that or I, I understood very early on that any energy I was putting out to her was getting met, right? Mm. So, and and at sometimes it was being, the auntie was being up, like she mm. was giving more than I was, which I had never met anyone before that that was willing to sort of put in the level that I was. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things mm-hmm. that I was looking for. Yeah. yeah, I would say being willing to work on the relationship mm-hmm. and know th- and and to also have some sort of like interest in growth. Mm-hmm. And um, I think both of us, uh, you know, when we met, we talked a lot about um, just the work that we w- were putting into ourselves to be p- people, to yeah, be better yeah. people, you know. If we can't totally, be better yeah. people, put something out, um, something better out into the world, you know. Um, but just knowing that, like, it requires work and mm-hmm. it requires some focus and that we could be there for each other in that yeah. way and have, you know, continue over time to do more of that work. Yeah. Because I think at the core of any relationship, the only way one person stands out from like the person that's actually the one for you um, is is the way that you feel with that Mm -hmm. person. So I feel like it might be interesting for people to try out like writing down the way you want to feel in a relationship and seeing if that is something that you can find with the people that you're dating. I think I would say, too, is that the there's a level of consistency in somebody who is the one or somebody that you Mm -hmm. want to pursue a really long-term relationship with. Um, I often give my friends the example of there is a certain feeling where people are like, oh, but when I'm with them, it's like really, really, really great. And I'm like, yeah, but then what happens when you're not with them? Or Mm -hmm. what happens on the next week after they've been out drinking or whatever, yeah. you know, it's like the yeah. bowl of soup. Like if the center of the bowl of soup is cold, the soup's no good. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. So you need that consistency behind you of, is this person sort of making me feel good the majority of the time mm-hmm. versus just like really good in short bursts and right. not so good other points. Yeah. Bruce Lee. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, why don't people um, either know what they want or accept what they want oh man the self-sabotaging oh it 
like for women, there's a there's there's a level of guilt because yeah. like women are trained to Absolutely. and societally like groomed to, to not say to to defer at all points and to always like mm-hmm. accommodate. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was notorious. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea what I wanted because I kept accommodating everybody. Yeah, and people don't ask women in the same way that we ask men what they want. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't. We just you sort of have to coalesce to. Like, think about how many women are influenced by, like, what their family wants for them mm-hmm. and the type of person and when they're allowed to date and when they're allowed to put on makeup and when they're allowed yep. to pierce their ears and all these things mm-hmm. that, like, for men is not an issue. Like, nobody says, for, but, like, you know what, son? Like, you're not dating a day before you're 16. Yeah. Like, no one says that to yeah. us. So I think that sort of cultural codifying mm-hmm. really does wind up hurting women in the long term yeah. when they're thinking about the prospects of what they want to do. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, and then, you know, you we're always trained to like sort of put up with things because it's like, yeah. oh, just it's OK, work it out, you know, or and even though it's like not meeting the thing that you want or need or or feel or even, you know, even like the bullshit, uh, you know, like, why aren't you smiling? Smile. Mm-hmm. Right. Ugh. And it's one thing like nobody <laughs> says and it, it's it's sort of shrouded by some men and the fact that, like, no, I'm just kind of wondering why you're not happy. It's like, then why didn't you ask that? Yeah. Like, why does she need to be aesthetically pleasing to you yeah. versus, like, excuse me, miss, are you okay? Is your day going all right? Yeah. But sometimes it's also just, like, like people expect you to smile and, one, like, you're, like you said, I'm a human, but also I can't help that I have a resting bitch face. I really can't. No. I genuinely do. I'm not even <laughs> mad and I would just be walking and people are like, why are you so sad? I'm like, what? I'm like, no, that's just, that's just my face. Like, I can't help it. But, like, I can't always I smile. Like that should hurt. I have a resting bitch face, though. I have a resting. I've, I've gone much better because when I was younger, I, I, I got I have to say, I haven't, no, I haven't noticed Same. it on you. Yeah. Yeah, high school. Yeah, Rachel, I got what's told. wrong? What's wrong? Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. Like, now I'm mad. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's just, it, it, yeah, in high mad. school, <laughs> I got told that, like, I came off really cold. Um, mm-hmm. But that I was never cold. But that right. I came off cold because of my face. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you're Again, telling me I have resting things, face. Oh. Things that have never been said to a man. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we can say oh, we yeah, have that totally. in common where I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. You just always seemed like really just like busy. Like you just looked really focused. And I was like, you mean I looked like a bitch? Like, yeah. is that? <sighs> and you're like, and, and I, I, I am was busy. all those things. <laughs> <laughs> I am busy. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I am busy. So I'm I was thinking. thinking. Yeah. Oof. You know, <laughs> well, you know, for for some men, that's trouble too. So I know, yeah. but it's, uh, when people always tell me, because in New York you get that a lot, the like, hey, smile, and I, I always right. just turn around and I'm like, do I look like a monkey with a tin can around my neck? Like, hey, smile, monkey, smile. Here's a fu-. and I'm like, oh, if you want to give me money, I'll fucking smile for you, maybe. But right. you're not even going to do that. <laughs> Don't fucking just holler at me being like, smile. I'm not like telling right. you shut the great, fuck up. Per, there's some great performance. <laughs> performance art piece there where yeah. a woman like <laughs> is like I'll smile for $20 yeah. Yeah. oh yeah give me fucking I'll, I'll do that um, you know I think another reason that people don't accept what they want or, or don't know what they want mm-hmm. or don't want to know what they want and this was me and I can say it from me is um, you know that it's going to weed out 95% of options when yeah. you know what yeah. you want and you actually start focusing on those things, right, and you live especially that. on apps. Now I'm like, no, <laughs> no, because like I'm reading it and I'm right, going and like, I said, it. this is like not the no. Right. right. <laughs> you know, and so now I'm being much more conscious of of things. It means you do might less. be harder. And yeah. it's hard for people because they don't want to make those decisions because they just are like, well, I'll just keep myself open. <laughs> And it's like, but there's a balance between keeping yourself open well, to just anything and and b- being a little right. bit more focused, again, maybe in the way you're, you want to feel with somebody or whatever it is. And I feel like it, it also brings a sort of finality to it in the sense that, okay, if these are the things I want, then that's what I have to do. And I'm held accountable to myself in a way that... If I don't know what I want, like, I'm not really held accountable, yeah. even just to yourself, yeah. you know, like, in, in your own mind. So if you're just like, I don't know, I'm running around, I'll see, versus, like, <laughs> I want this. And then it's then you get into the questions of, well, okay, I found that, and I was rejected multiple times. Does that mean I need to make an adjustment? Mm-hmm. Or I'm not able to find that, 
and I'd like to just be fun dating, doing whatever, and I'm not able to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think there's that negotiation within, you know, your own head, too, mm -hmm. that keeps people from reaching out to yeah, what Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a mutual friend um, who probably falls into the latter category of what I'm going to say. But what's the difference between knowing what you want, which, like, Jade, you felt like you were younger, you knew what you wanted, you were, and actually being too picky? Oh, I know which friend you're talking yeah, about Yeah, of course now. you yeah, know which yeah. friend I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, I think that, oh, this goes back to the ego episode. Yeah. I think uh, being too picky um, is a defense mechanism as well. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing. If you can protect yourself from, from you know, all, like there's, mm -hmm. if you're picky, you don't have to worry about it. You're not going to get rejected. You're never going to find this person. 95% of those because, people out yeah. there that you're not going to reach out to won't reject you. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to just define what I think too picky is because I've, yeah, yeah, I've that's said what that I'm, yeah. I'm very picky, but not in the way that this friend yes. is. So yeah. like for me, like as I mentioned earlier, like I've dated all types of women. Like I've literally gone out with girls that are six foot four yeah. okay? and I'm not tall. So yeah. but you when you start to X people out because of things that they cannot control. That's so a like good one. if yeah. it's, you know, like. Height, weight, eye color. Again, I guess you can control hair color if you'd like to bleach yeah. your hair. But, you know, things that are physical attributes that someone can't control mm -hmm. versus like if you're saying, listen, education is important to me. Like that's something that someone within reason mm -hmm. at certain points can control. Or yeah. even if it's not education, but just a love for learning. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like certain things like that. Like I had a um, I dated a woman who was a teacher and like hated to read. That was a problem for me. Yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Versus yeah. like someone who's like too skinny or too whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think you can be picky, but it has to be connected to things that the person can control. Yeah. And is within sort of their realm of power versus like this, that or the yeah. other. I think, you know, uh, in other things to think about is like, um, thinking of the values that are important to you also maybe even more than, again, this checklist mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. things like, um, you know, for me, it's, uh, though it's not a deal breaker, but it's harder for me to connect with people who who aren't close to like who aren't family people mm -hmm. or who aren't um, OK with me being super cl like close with my family, because I have been with some people who are like, that's too much for weird. Me, right? Like, yeah. why right. do you always talk to your mom? And I'm like. My mom's like my best friend. <laughs> you know, I'm like my mom's been on the show. Talking to like, you know. Right, and right. so, um, like the, maybe also like adding that layer of like knowing, it, are you just being picky about things that they can't control, right. or or is it like are you are you do you know what you want value wise with the person you want to feel and all yeah, that but kind again, of stuff I think are the mm -hmm. maybe the differentiating factors between being right. too picky and and like just being more focused and knowing what you want. Yeah. And it's, you know, those value things like there's a there's a type of person that if you are really close to your family and maybe they are not and that hasn't been their experience, that's fine. But if they're like, this is a problem for me. And you just have different values, yeah, you know, yeah. and then you have totally. to go separate ways, you know, because it's like, this is how I want to live my life. You want to live your life a little bit different. And again, there's no sort of good or bad way to do it. Yeah, it's just, it's not neither. a fit. Exactly. And you, yep. you walk away. I had this actually happen with um, one of my friends who's a writer. He, and this is when we were much younger, he was still working as sort of an assistant and stuff. And he had a, a girl that he was dating in college and she was very close to her family. So she was still on the East Coast. She came out here and she kind of hated L.A. So she moved down to San Diego. And he was like driving down to San Diego every weekend. And they were completely in love with each other. They were an amazing couple. And she was like, I can't be this far away from my family. Yeah. And he was like, I get it. And like, you know, he wore sweatpants for like a month and a half. And <laughs> we had to mm -hmm. like try and put them back together because mm -hmm. it just didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. There was no, you know, we're still all friends with her. Totally. They're still friends, but it was just like they wanted different things, even though literally everything else matched up. Yeah. But that was a big value thing. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. A lot with me is she knows this Australia. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, you know, there's somebody who's in Australia that I dated that was like probably the right person but you know i could never ask somebody to leave like his 
work and family is right. very, very close to them. I can't ask him to leave that. And I and I can't I can't leave my work. Right. And so, you know, we were both just like, well, we fucking really love each other. And like, we'll always be close. But, you know, right. you have to it can't be anything more than this. And right. until and unless somebody makes some decision that's based if they are willing to adjust that. But right. otherwise, like, yeah, it it's hard. Um I think there's also a difference between knowing what you want and knowing what you need. Mm-hmm. Right? Between the like yeah. in terms of what you said, there are preferences and there are actual needs in a relationship. Right. Like yeah. you not liking sports is more of like a preference. A preference for sure. You know, but it's somebody okay. being like, be I need yeah. <laughs> if you talk shit about my family or whatever, yeah. like that's a need, you know, like yeah, I yeah. think that's a, and again, we, as we're talking about family, I find it really interesting because it has like what I need is different than what I've experienced and like maybe what I bring, you know, what I desire in my future for, you know, my future family and the type of like, you know, relationship that I want to build is so different than the experiences I've had. And so it's kind of like I needed to be with someone who loved their family. I love my family. If you're listening, I love you. This isn't. (laughs) But it was like I needed to make sure that I was with someone who like had a good relationship with their family Mm -hmm. and understood that mine was like close and complicated. Yeah. And like um, I was with someone for like in college who I just remember he just did not like have he he specifically was like I don't want anything to do with my family anymore I'm an adult like this is what I'm doing I'm never gonna mm-hmm. see them again and it was just the biggest problem for me mm-hmm. because he knew that sometimes I didn't get along with my family so he expected that maybe I agreed you and felt also, the same yeah right yeah which you yeah. never planned on doing yeah no I, I mean I've been in like a full relationship and and you know found out as we went through that like this person really wasn't close with his family and I, I'm still accepting of it I'm like hey everybody yeah. has their own relationships and history and that's okay but it was when it started infringing on mine mm-hmm. that it was like oh sorry where it was right. just like oh um this is why you shouldn't vacation with your family like why do you you know what I mean <laughs> right. like you started right. getting it, those little it, it was just like yeah hey, I was in. like what yeah like, because my parents are old and they need to like sit a bit like that's <laughs> right. not a reason not to vacation with your parents you know right. what i mean or for me it's not right um it's and like, so to me it's like I, we'll we'll sit as much as we need to yeah, i love them yeah, yeah i'm like hey that's cool like right. so like that was like a, became one of the little factors yeah. and it was because he had a, a strained relationship with his family and and he he hadn't forgiven them and i had a strained relationship with my family but i forgave them eventually and i was like oh we're fine let's just move on and you know, yeah. Piece. So, yeah, I think in terms of like needs, a way that is people are f- pretty familiar with that comes up is like the love languages. It's like oh, a yes, way to communicate around like, what you need, um, you know, whether that's like words of affirmation yes. or quality time. Like, I think it's important to know that about yourself. Yeah, so you yeah, can yeah. Communicate that. Which one do you guys know? Each think... other's each other's love languages. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. What yeah. is it? Yours is words of affirmation. Yeah, and hers is hers is sort of uh, time and affirmation in uncomfortable moments. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, and I think both of us um, physical touch. Like, yeah. we're yeah, really cuddly people. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, you cuddle? <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> I have intimacy issues, guys. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Mine we're gonna give you mine, a dual hug. I know. After this. <laughs> I'll be like. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm so overwhelmed. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking, guys. I'm not that bad. I swear. I give good hugs. We're going to find it's out. It's like a one-handed <laughs> hug sometimes. Tune into the next yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Where the whole episode is just everybody <laughs> hugging me. Right. Um, 100th episode, guys. Uh, no, the um, love language is interesting because for me, um, uh, my love language is acts of service. Um, but I was just met somebody and um, he six foot nine who like went to like just, you know, date one. He's like, what's your love language? I'm like, wow. Usually me asking <laughs> when that. In, when in deep. Yeah. And and his was um, time, mm-hmm. uh, quality time. And it unfortunately for us, like literally became like he needed to, to be see, to see somebody than, right. like three, four times a week oh, yeah, from we, the get. And I'm like, yeah. I not no, around anything in our businesses that's really tough yeah it's extremely difficult so i and he and like so that and he wasn't in the business so it was like really hard to explain like yeah no i literally have meetings and he's like like every day i'm like oh. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely yeah. swear like this isn't 
me being a prick, but like my schedule sometimes gets booked like a week in advance. Yeah. And like there's no nice way of saying that. I'm like, right. but this is just our work. So be like sometimes you have to bail and yeah. it sucks. And I'm like that, that's why though, uh phone phone calls. He tried we, to FaceTime. That was that's right. <laughs> we like hang out on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah is we do really sometimes. Because sometimes you know, like you're in Hollywood, guys, you guys you're doing are like drinks. high school. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we'll that's what I used to do with like my high school. Maybe it's just because I don't like anybody enough. That's what it I is. think. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you stay on the phone with friends. Like you and yeah, I have yeah. talked for a long yeah, time. Yeah, on the phone. totally. Yeah, yeah. And so I stay on the phone with my my family. Yeah, they'll just, just keep the fucking phone the there. I'm just sitting yeah. around. I'm like, all right, well, tell me whenever you want to get off. <laughs> um, we're talking about knowing what you want. So, mm-hmm. do you think knowing what you want brings you closer to finding the right person? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Hundred percent. Shit. Hundred percent. We're like law of attraction people. So okay. Yeah. So yeah, in that absolutely. Way. Yeah, but also what in a if, practical way. Yeah. Like I think that you, it just. Like you were saying, now you're looking at apps in a different way. You know oh, I mean? yeah. In terms, yeah. Of, in terms of who. I mean, I never really swiped on people, but now I'm even more. <laughs> right, right. You're even more. Like but before, I, I would still be like, all right. Now but I'm like. But there's a, there's a, you know, whatever that reason is, yes. there's a reason for that. So when you go in to meet with someone and you sit down and you see them and the things that you know you want are present, it gives you that much more sort of strength and leeway to see maybe there are a couple of things that are problematic, you know, or aren't exactly how you want, but you're like, but the things I want are present. Mm -hmm. So I'll give time to see how these other Mm -hmm. things sort of work out. Like when Rachel and I met, she actually smoked Mm -hmm. and she quit in two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Really? Yeah, really. I didn't know that. And now it's almost two years. Yeah, now almost two years ago. Yep. Five. Yep. Good for you. Yeah, that was my, you know, that was, mm-hmm. a, I guess, similar. Tune into the last episode about ego. <laughs> um, that was my thing, is I thought, this is not going to stand in my way of figuring out if this really, this is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that, if I look back and think, wow, that guy was great, but, like, I really love smoking. Yeah, you would have. No way. Like, done. Totally. That's like, smart. I would That's very smart. That. See, you dropped your ego. I dropped fucking my ego. love this. Um, well, here's my question. So, I agree. To some degree, I agree that knowing what you want definitely brings you closer. <laughs> that was the question. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's part I agree. I, I what I'm wary of always telling people is like there is still a factor of destiny. See, right? Of like, do you mean overnoting it, or do you mean just like no, like being still being like, open, still being open, 100%. but you also can't control like no, bringing you closer doesn't mean yeah. that you're closer to it actually happening. Like, like, oh, I know what I want. She'll show up on Monday. Yeah, no, it's more. Yeah. It's more of like when that person shows up, you know who they are, yeah. and you're able to yes, see it. That's but a you great can't. Way. There's you can't a plan the time. There's an awesome um, book called Think and Grow Rich. Um, it's mm-hmm. like a, I don't know if you guys have read it, but um, I haven't read it, but I know it. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. It has nothing. I mean, it has a lot to do about like success in business, but the the underlying um, principles are just life principles, which are amazing. Right. Um, and one of the things it says is the only way to riches, quote unquote, riches, um, is starts with knowing what you want so deeply. And so, like, with such full, true desire that your subconscious, it's kind of that law of attraction, your subconscious right. starts putting you in situations and attracting the right people. And you'll notice, like, your circles change. You go to different places. Like, if you start saying, like, oh, I want to meet a quality person, then you're probably going to start hanging out at, like, quality places when you're... Yeah, when because you're, you're not you wasting time at non-quality yeah. places. Yeah, and, like, and those, you know, and then you'll slowly start speaking a different way at doing different, like very subconscious small things that you start doing um, that then give you eventually the thing that you are looking for. I think anything that you want to achieve, like you have to be on fire for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like business, relationships, wellness, whatever it is. Like, I think you have to say to yourself, like, this is what I want and put the time and energy Mm -hmm. into it. And I think what happens to so many people is they think 
the things that they're doing are leading them closer to mm-hmm. what they're doing, but they're actually taking a divergent path mm-hmm. and don't realize it. Like right. everybody always thinks like, no, this is what I want. This is what I'm going for. But it's like the things that you're saying you want aren't actually leading you to where you want to go. Yeah. And you have to make sure that those things line up and are sort of aligned with each other or else you're just wasting a lot of time. Mm-hmm. True. Um, is time and experience the only way we learn what we want? Hmm. No, I don't think so. I think that is certainly the easiest way. And no, it's, it's not easy. No, it's, no, it's not. You're asking Listen. the girl who spent a lot no. of time and had a lot of experience. It, and uh, and it, I wish I didn't. It is not easy that. at all. And that is still the easier way. Like yeah. the only other way would be to sort of contemplate within yourself. Yeah, and know without, yourself. Yeah. yeah, and know yourself without the experience, which is so difficult. You know, yeah. usually we need that thing to bounce off of, yeah. right? Where you're like, oh, I don't want that, or I don't like that. So this strengthens the things that I do want. Totally. You know, you can, you can come back to it. But theoretically, if you were able to be like just this crazy interpersonal, internal genius, yeah. you could figure that out for yourself. But I think time and experience along with that are yeah. how we figure it out. Yeah. Rachel? Yeah, I think you got to go out and date. It was painful, yeah. but it, it was sort of the the example mm-hmm. you talked about of just maybe this, maybe that, maybe this. Yeah. And then you start to figure out like this wasn't what I wanted mm-hmm. or like, oh, I didn't think this is what I wanted, mm-hmm. but I really liked, you know. And it's interesting because we, we did an episode on the 20 date experiment and um, my girlfriend applied this uh, statistics thing called the 20 date experiment to her life. And it was just she was going to go on these 20 dates um to was it 20 herself. days or just 20 dates 20 dates with guys like different it wasn't guys consecutive that she was days met. it was yeah. just um oh, no also i'll explain so okay. first originally it was just 20 different guys that she would go based on like actually selecting who she wanted and the type of person like her mm-hmm. basics and then she would go on these 20 dates and um find uh, it was more for an exploration of herself and then if one felt good with one person she would then explore 20 dates with that person to see like Got it. Oh, and, and okay. explore outliers mm-hmm. so you know you have one one outlier you can forgive two outliers is probably a habit or like right, right. like a pattern right. of behavior right. yeah. so it was like amazing it's a really great episode guys listen to it um and uh you know that's like a a an interesting like what you're saying you sometimes just have to date and get the knowledge and yeah. and that's how people figure it out if they if if you're just sort of stuck in being like, I don't know what I want. You right. Know? I think the the caveat to that is is to remember like what you want in that that's scenario exactly. is At to get information, basics. right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and you're trying yeah. to get information. You're yeah. trying to learn. So it's like dating a lot of people in a short amount of time, if you're not remembering why you're doing it, yeah. again, then you're like falling in exactly too deep with people she, and she met her husband after date four. There you go. <sighs> It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think like, I think also there's something to this. Um, I totally spaced on what I was just going to say. Guys. That's okay. I do this all the I time. Really Girl, I have fucking it. notes here. This Otherwise, I would not. This was going to be a genius comment I was going to make. Just <laughs> insert genius comment Fuck. Okay, here. got it. Got it. Thanks. That's going to be <laughs> the quote back. for this week's episode. Insert genius comment right here. <laughs> no, wait, I actually think that what I want to leave on. Yeah. My... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's important to remember that you can't just want, say you want a relationship. Mm. That's, I mean, yeah, it's I not just, what do you want? You want a relationship. Mm-hmm. Why do you want a relationship? Mm-hmm. What do you want your life to look mm-hmm. like? What do you, what do you want that partner? Like, it's like what, that, that actually yeah. How do you want to make them feel and how mm-hmm. do you want them to make you feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this is actually like literally a concept that bugs me is that people say they want relationships and just very blanket statements of like, I just want to be with somebody and just comes out loneliness and whatever. And all I try to advocate and I always say like, you know, the the team knows like I really wanted to do like sort of comedic maybe talks with um, at colleges about this of Mm -hmm. like, I can't guarantee you that you're going to meet the love of your life. But all I can guarantee you is that like, or what we can help you with is like getting out of your way around it. And, but when you, you just use blanket statements like this, Mm -hmm. it makes people feel their end worth and their end goal is this relationship. And I'm like, it's not like I am getting much closer to knowing, I think what I want and how I want to feel and all of that. I still can't guarantee anybody. Can I be more open to it? Can I attract it? Sure. Will it come to me now or will it come to me 50 years from now? I have no fucking idea. Could I die within those 50 years? Totally possible. Who knows? But at the end of the day, 
if I do, however life does proceed, I just want it to be open. I want to be open. And that's all you can. Yeah, that's all you can do. That's the only guarantee that that you get is that that I'm going to be as open as possible. And then when that person comes along, hopefully I And be content along that path. If you meet somebody, great. Don't meet somebody, great. Great. Right. (laughs) Like it shouldn't be, you know, any part of you is. And it's amazing how. You know, so many people, I'm sure, in all their life, you've seen the friend that was like chasing it, chasing it, chasing it, chasing it. And then when they relaxed a little bit and chilled out and worked on themselves, all of a sudden this like wonderful person showed up. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, I hear it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So how can people figure out? I mean, we gave we gave a bunch of tips on like how people can figure things out, like introspection, analyzing. I still think. There's something to knowing also what you don't want and maybe mm-hmm. what you guys said, using it the opposite. Yeah. I right? mean, it's, like, it's it's figuring out figuring out what you don't want, but then flipping it to be yeah. the positive thing. Therapy. Therapy. Really great help. That yeah. helped me. <laughs> yeah. Helps me a lot. Um, what about asking your family and friends? Probably not. Well, probably not your family. Oh, see, Rachel's <laughs> saying she, she stopped because she's like, because uh, I want to tell Tash. <laughs> no, I mean, you, sure, people can know you and help yeah. you, but it's, you're not, like, don't crowdsource your life. Yeah, too much, for sure. I would say any family or friends that are giving you advice are really just listening to you and then saying, what I'm hearing you're telling me is you want this versus them being like, you need this. You yeah, need yeah, this. Yeah. Don't settle for anything here. It's like, that's not your prerogative. Like, they should be listening to yeah. you where you're like, hey, I'm being open here. I'm having a tough time. Are there things that I'm doing wrong? And I actually, in my life, because I, you know, like I would go through dating spurts and I would say to people, I'm like, do I need to be like, you know, a little more? And they'd be like, no, you're great. I don't know why it's not working out. And I'd be like, well, then it's just not the time, you yeah. know? And it's, yeah. you know, you have to have to sort of have that self-confidence. But I think you also have to have the self-confidence to open yourself up and be open to that criticism of like, yeah, maybe you are doing some stuff that, you know, is keeping somebody away. And if it's not, then just keep going and understand that they'll show up when they're supposed to. Yeah. My therapist always tells me, she's like, your only issue is you think it's you. And, right. she, yeah. she, and she's like, you actually do too much of like, you you always think it's you're the problem. Right. And she's like, sometimes and it's okay to be right. like, that person fucked up. But me, I'll always, somebody will fuck up and I'm like, well, maybe I did something that made this <laughs> thing happen. No. You know what I mean? No. Like, maybe I was too blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, no. stop that part. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Um, I'm just so amazing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to leave you that um, voicemail. Yeah, right. You look great today. You're amazing. <laughs> Thank Love you. you. This is Rachel, by the way. Love you more. <laughs> um, so wait, should you not date till you know what you want? Or do you think you can learn as you go along? I think Rachel and I sort of feel you can learn I, as yeah. you go along. I absolutely think yeah. you can You you learn as you go along. In yeah. some ways, as we've talked about earlier, like you have to do that to learn as you go yeah. along. Like that's part of the learning yeah. curve is to, you know, kind of figure out what you like and what you don't yeah. like. I think going in, though, sorry, with the attitude of I'm going to take these dates as this exploration and see versus like this thing that's going to bring you down after, because then there's no there's you're never learning from that. That's yes. the problem is people again, then go the through these habits o- over and over and over again because they're not it's this value. taking anything from it. Yeah, because it's this value thing of, again, if it's like I have to go into this date and get a relationship out of it or yeah. get like a friend for the night mm-hmm. out of it versus like, hey, let me go and see what's here. Mm-hmm. And then if you find it, great. And if you don't, there's, you know, no, yeah. no skin in the game. Yeah. Nothing lost. I mean, it's like a, also a great way to connect with yourself. Yeah. You know, is like going on these things and learning about you and what you want. I, I would suggest people, if if you are trying to figure out what you want is to also analyze like your old dates, like go back old relationships and be like, well, what parts of those relationships made me feel not great? And what were those Mm -hmm. not great feelings? And why did those feelings come up? So then maybe that will help people navigate a little bit of figuring that part out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think also date yourself a little bit. Like if it's about, I mean, it's silly. It's like, what is is it a runaway bride? She's like, I don't even know how I like my eggs. Oh yeah. Like for people, I think they get, find themselves like this, this was me. Like I, I think I was in relationship mode and I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm in a long relationship. This is it. I did it. I found the relationship. Totally. It wasn't the relation. It wasn't, you know, that wasn't it. 
And at the end, I was like, oh, I really now have to just go out and gain the experience yeah. and figure out who who I am, what do I want? Mm-hmm. Like, don't be afraid to, like, go out and do stuff by yourself for yourself. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, I definitely realized, like, after going through a period of, like, commitment phobe tash, used to date guys <laughs> in, like, all different states. Like, I just had a thing uh, of, like, dating did. in, like, anywhere else except my city. Anywhere. Like, there was a point that was a running <laughs> joke. And, the, like, I would just, because I nickname everybody I date. Like, right. I just call them six foot nine. I go Bruce Lee. Like, this is just people. <laughs> and, like, I respect them, guys. It's just for fun. Okay? It's just for jokes. But, um, <laughs> but my friends at one point, like, I would just name them by cities. So they were like, so who's on the phone? And they would do it while somebody called me or something. They'd be like, is that London or is that Vancouver? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, like, I, I only started realizing what you know when that just became this yeah. like, massive habit like one right. of my exes two and a half years was in India you know what I mean and I was in New York and or no right. in Toronto at the time and right. then when I was in New York I would date somebody in Philly and I was <laughs> never in the same place as me and I finally had to Whoa. realize like for me it was a commitment from thing but it was right. also like I realized I needed freedom in a relationship like I just need I never do anything wrong right. I just needed to not be like, Ur, like somebody hey, you don't needs want to be around me right. all the time. That, yeah. That's your love language. You need somebody yes. who's okay with space. Who's like just a little, not a lot, just like freedom. <laughs> not too much. I'm not saying like, I'm like a person who never wants to see somebody, but right. just, you know, like you, I can have my own life and you can also have your own life. Right. Be yeah. Yeah. That. Long distance is really tough. Like I did that. Yeah. A lot. It was so easy. And with New York, it's, it's, it's tough. It just yeah. becomes, you know. But for you, like, if that is something that you know, yeah. like, again, going into the, if somebody's like, oh, yeah, I need to sleep over, like, the six foot nine guy. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, three, four times a week, and you're like, there's my schedule just doesn't allow for that. Yeah. Until we move in together, like, that's not happening. Yeah, yeah. And that's what eventually, I mean, I had to end up saying. I was like, uh, I think <laughs> your yeah. needs in life and my needs in life are a little right. different, different currently. Yeah. Not wrong or right. But you're right. right. Um, guys. That's it. Is this it? That's all. We're done. Aww. We're never going to speak again after this. Miss you. Yeah. <laughs> Miss you more. <laughs> um, love you guys. Thank you so much for being on love the episode. Too. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it was fun. You guys did six questions. So if anybody wants to hear Jade and Rachel's six question answers, listen to the ego episode. It was super fun. I don't know. Will they stay together after? <laughs> we'll have to come <laughs> after back. After like, six questions. You know, like two yeah. years from now or something. <laughs> um. Uh, how can people find you guys on socials? Uh, Rachel.Skidmore on Instagram. Yeah, and then just uh, Jada Don Hall on Instagram. All one word. Nice. Um, guys, we are also on social media. We are at Kind of Dating on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram. Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Thank you so much for taking a few. Wait, not thank you so much for taking a few seconds because this wasn't a few seconds. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you can take a few seconds and review us on iTunes, we would be very grateful. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it, including our YouTube channel. And send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kind of Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host and our social media producer. Our audio engineer is Adam Pineless. Jenna Ribbing is our associate producer. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.